Blog Talk Radio. Has anyone ever told you you dream too big? That you have too many ideas? That you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide, with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your aha moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide and light workers too. <laughs> I'm going back and forth, you guys. I still haven't quite figured it out. But I'm Mari. Welcome. I'm here today and happy that it's Tuesday and it's also the last day of Mercury in retrograde. Yay! So I'm sure, I don't know if you guys have been feeling the pain but and I guess I shouldn't present it that way but it's been like it's been like an insane mercury and retrograde at least on my end and I've been hearing that uh from people all over the world um sending me emails and facebooking and saying oh my gosh this is really a tough one um so uh, I just wanted to say that it is done as of tomorrow. You always want to add about three days just to be on the safe side if you're going to sign some contracts or do something major, but um, it officially goes direct tomorrow, so we will be out of the woods. Um, and we are also in a waning moon, so that means that the moon is getting less and less moonlight each night, going down to the dark moon or what we call the, the new moon, the dark moon, Um and so this is a really low energy time. Plus we're in the middle or the yeah, I guess it is still the middle of the summer. So we've got the dog days of summer and that's kind of tired, sleepy energy, you know, it's hot, it's it's humid, it's kind of like the maturation phase. It's not quite the harvest, so we don't have that big buoyant abundance, all the color of the fall and it's not um you know, the bright, happy part of the spring where we're coming out of the darkness of winter. We're in that late uh, maturation phase. If you've ever had a baby, those last few weeks, it's like, oh, <laughs> right? So um, that's kind of where we're at. And so if you're feeling heavy, exhausted, tired, uninspired, um, like you're procrastinating, like you don't have your mojo, um, it's not you. This is truly a time of year, especially during a Mercury and retrograde, a waning moon, and the late summer. You're talking it's pretty pretty slow as molasses energy. Definitely if you're near the beach or a lake or some body of water, um, you might even your pool, <laughs> you might want to just hang out by it and, and, and sit it out for a little bit. Um, but the first of those aspects is lifting tomorrow, which is uh, Mercury and retrograde goes away. And then our waning moon will go into a uh, new moon on Friday, August 17th. So 
once we we turn over into the waxing moon, then the energy will lift even more. And then as we move into the fall um, and into that harvest phase, that abundance phase, right after Labor Day, we're going to really start to see a nice swing forward. So it's actually pretty good that we got Mercury in retrograde over early this year. Usually it's a little bit later. Um, and we get towards the fall. So if you are in your own business and you're going to do a promotion or start something new, now's the time to plan it and then launch it right after, uh, you know, right after people get back from their their last uh, of the summer vacations in the late, you know, late August. Um, but right now, if you're trying to do something, believe me, trust me when I tell you, it is, <laughs> it's like moving, uh, you know. A Mack truck up, up a very a Mack truck up a very 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 steep mountain. So, don't get discouraged. It's just uh just that time of year. So, um, if you'd like to call in tonight, I will be doing some readings and answering any questions you have. And the number is three four seven two one five nine four eight five. It's three four seven two one five nine four eight five. I see some of you calling in already, so that's very cool. Glad to have you. We'll get to your calls. Um, in, a, in a little bit. And tonight's topic, let's talk about that because I was, you know, as usual, asking the guides and I wasn't getting anything and kind of going through my own muck and mire and all this heavy energy. And they said, uh, a couple of days ago, they said, why don't you, write, why don't you talk about inspiration? Because um, it's an interesting uh, phenomenon about inspiration. People have a lot of different ideas about it. Or just feel that it's you know haphazard, and it's actually not. There is actually a little bit of a, I don't know. They're telling me to say formula to it, so that's what I'm going to say. But there is some, uh, there is a method to the madness of inspiration, getting that sense of uh, guidance, that inspired guidance, versus taking you know all kinds of actions out of a sense of panic or you know having to control everything. And if there's one thing I've learned this summer is that you really can't control everything, even when you're Mari and you think you can. <laughs> you know, and it's interesting too because if you've had any success in your life, um, I'm sure, or if you've done any creative projects, if you're having to do any writing or um, you know any kind of creative kind of endeavors it's uh it's one of those things where you kind of have to harness inspiration even when you don't have it right like sometimes you're on a deadline sometimes you know you have to like i have to write these shows every week and sometimes i just don't feel i i hey i just don't feel it you know and i have to sort of drum it up Anyway, and so I kind of had to learn a formula of how to tap into that part of me that is receiving the inspiration all the time. Now, whether I choose to listen to where that part is or not, that's my choice. But it is, your inspiration is coming from a different place, and it is actually available to you all the time. And it seems like it comes in spurts, but what it really is, and I haven't actually heard this before, so clearly my guides are chiming in here but what actually happens with inspiration is you tune into it and tune out of it so kind of the vision that they give is like a ticker tape you know like when you're watching the stock market and it's just always rolling always rolling always rolling always rolling and then a lot of you probably aren't old enough to know about this and i only know it because i saw it on tv when i was a little kid but then like the old-fashioned operators where they had to like plug into a um into a switchboard and they had to take their plug like a like a like a head 
headphone plug that you would plug into your computer and they'd plug in and they you know say hello and then they pull out and then they plug into another one it's kind of like that we plug into that stream of consciousness that kind of ticker tape we plug into it and when we plug in we get the inspiration when we plug then we then we take it out because we start to get attached to the outcome we start to get attached to the how to we start to get afraid of well that sounds like a good idea, but I don't, I'm scared. Or, you know, what if it doesn't work? And all those things, we start to get caught up in our own uh, logical mind or ego mind or whatever you want to call it. And then, so it's like unplugging from that ticker tape. So then we go for a while and we feel uninspired. We feel unmotivated. We feel like, you know, lost. I was doing readings the other day. The words I was hearing, lost, uh, uninspired, exhausted, um, just can't get it together, all these kinds of things. And it's really not that. It's that you're not really consciously aware of how to tap into that stream of in- inspired um, consciousness, let's say. And once you learn how to tap into that stream, then you'll, and you learn how it works, then you'll have a lot more control of your um, time. You know, and you won't spend a lot of time worrying about why you're not inspired. You'll just know, okay, there's a time when I'm plugged in and I get the next marching orders and then I go over and switch over back to my regular waking conscious mind, which puts those orders into action. So now it's inspired action. And then I kind of complete that. And once I complete what I was asked to do in the first place, then I will be given the next step. So it's breadcrumb to breadcrumb to breadcrumb. Now, what most people like to do, especially as control freaks, me being one of them, is we like to be given the entire syllabus up front and a guarantee that we're going to be successful before we'll take the first step. I know a lot of people like this. Now, I actually don't do this so much anymore. I'm very, very much in the groove of this whole um, you know, inspired action thing and following my energy. And when I get the sign to move forward, I do. And when I get the feeling that there's the energy is waned, I go in, to the beach. I go just go hang out until I'm told the next thing. I don't care what kind of pressure I'm under to get something done. If I don't feel the energy rising up, I don't do anything. Because when I do get the energy, it goes so fast. It's always on time. It always works. It always connects. So I don't panic anymore that, oh, my gosh, oh, my God, if I'm not frenetically doing something constantly, that I'm going to get myself into any trouble. In fact, I get myself more trouble and do 10 times more work when I'm, uh, you know, trying to wrangle-dangle the whole thing. So if you are um, in a phase right now where you're working on something and you feel like, well, um, I don't, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. So let's see. How do I say this? So, well, where are we going to start here? I'm just looking at all my notes because when I started writing about this, it just I usually have like a page of notes and this turned into like two and a half pages because they started going on and on and on. So let's talk about the first part one, which is where is this information coming from? Because that's super important to know. And we always that we I've talked about it on the show time after time after time. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you hear me repeat it, but it's worth repeating. You have your consciousness and your conscious mind. And your conscious mind, when it comes to inspiration, is usually trying to um, to sort of within its four walls. 
within its four walls trying to, you know, get the answers, get the answers, get the answers. What's the next step? How do I, you know, how do I make this happen? How do I get this done? How do I, Mari, tell me step by step by step, how do I? Now, and, and, you know, when I get in a reading situation, not only do people want me to tell them the step by step, they also want to help me to tell them the outcome of what's going to happen. And then they want me to tell them the time of what's going to happen. So there's absolutely no vulnerability for them. There's no space either for growth there's no space for creativity and but they want to guarantee that you know from this to this this is what's going to happen and you know what a lot of yeah sure we can come up with the you know what it it's it's reading in your energy for the moment but as soon as you're conscious of something you start to change it so a lot of times things won't come up in a reading if they know that once you hear it, you're going to change it and then alter your course in a negative way. So sometimes a psychic will not tell you or won't be given the information to tell you certain aspects of what's going on in your world because you're being protected. Because if you heard it before its rightful time, you wouldn't believe it or you would negate it or you would go and tell someone who would criticize you about it and drop your energy on it. There's a lot of reasons why something may not show up in a reading. So that's just a sidebar, but just so you know. So if you're trying to get, you know, control over your world by getting answers from, you know, a professional psychic of any sort, just recognize, you know, it's better to use a psychic for guidance for some education, for some general direction, for validation of what you feel you might have gotten on your own, than it is to have someone outline step by 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 step what's going to happen to you. I had someone say, give me exactly what's going to happen to me in the next three months. Like, really? <laughs> Why? <laughs> you know? And so it, it it's it's one of those things where I couldn't do it because it, was, it would have been totally disempowering to her, completely disempowering. It doesn't matter what, I say it matters what you're creating. Now, I can help you with tools, you know, and all those kinds of things. But just so you know, I want you, what we really want is for you to feel empowered. So you have your consciousness, which is your, in, you know, your infinite being, that that um, greater you, the big version of you, the eyes behind your head, the the one that that's connected to everything and that knows all. And then you have your conscious mind, which is the four walls of your conscious mind that's embodied within this body in this lifetime. So the conscious mind happens to think that they, it controls a lot more than it does. And when we have a question, we usually go into our conscious mind and we start trying to figure it out and make it make sense. And we start to analyze and intellectualize and theorize. All that stuff happens in the physical embodied self. And then it's also limited to what you have in your physical embodied self storehouse. <laughs> okay? If it is not in the pantry, it's like you're going to make spaghetti and you go into the pantry. And if you don't have the pasta, you're not making the spaghetti. What do you have to do? Do you go around the pantry spinning like a lunatic, like a whirling dervish, like the Tasmanian devil going from wall to wall saying, where's the pasta, where's the pasta? I've got to figure out the pasta. If I don't have the pasta, what's going to happen to me? If the pasta isn't there, then how am I going to, how is this, and who's going to, and what are they going to say, and, how, and will I survive, and will I lose my house, and will I not get my car, and will I never have a boyfriend, and, and where's the pasta, where's the pasta, you know? Well, guess what? If the pasta is not, in the in the pantry, you have to go to the store. Oh, yeah, the store. 
So instead of having a panic attack, a meltdown, a temper tantrum, calling 10 psychics, you know, and getting mad at the world, you just get in your car, you go to the store, right? The store's got plenty of pasta. So you get your box, you, then and the store not only has plenty of pasta, but it's got all different shapes and sizes and um, and ideas and things you hadn't even thought of. Maybe you get to the store thinking you want spaghetti and you see the rigatoni and it's like, oh, that looks really much more interesting than the. Or maybe you say, you know, I, now that I see all this stuff in the at the store, maybe I don't even want pasta. Maybe I want to go and have filet mignon. Or you know, you walk in and they're sampling all kinds of stuff in the grocery store. But you know, if you are completely hell bent on having pasta, 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 and it has to come from the four walls of your pantry, and the pasta is not there. You're going to be pretty frustrated. And that's what people do. They say, I have to have an answer. I have to have it now. I have to be able to think of it this minute. They start jamming themselves with analysis. And then they bring their friends over to their pantry that has no spaghetti. And they say, can you find the spaghetti? Let's analyze what's on that shelf. You know, I used to have spaghetti, but it's not here now. And the friend comes over and you see, sit in the pantry looking at the four walls saying, okay, okay. Okay, well, it could be because, well, it couldn't, and it, maybe I get it. Do, do you see what I'm saying? So it, it's kind of ludicrous, right? When you could just say, okay, I'm going to the store, and I'm going to get <laughs> this pasta and, and get some ideas of other things that maybe I hadn't even thought of. Well, that's what we do when we go into our bigger version of us, our consciousness. When we step into the bigger version of us, then we have access to Whole Foods, to the Walmart Superstore, to A&P, ShopRite, whatever your your big, you know, Trader Joe's, whatever your big food chain of choice is, okay? That's your consciousness. When you step into that space and you say, you go to the to the information booth, which is would be done through your meditation, through your intuition. When you when you go through the asking processes to the information booth, say, you know, I I want to make a nice meal tonight. I was looking for spaghetti, and they say, oh sure, we can take you to the pasta aisle. There's all sorts of pasta there for you to choose from. That's exactly what your conscious mind, your biggest con, your bigger consciousness, that infinite being, that infinite version of you says when you step into meditation and say, I am in need of a solution to this. You know, I need my spaghetti. <laughs> and your greater infinite being says, okay, cool, thank you for asking. Because without asking, I couldn't know, I couldn't help you. Just like if you go to the grocery store, you're looking for pasta and you don't ask, you could be spinning through the store for a while trying to find it. It's the same thing. So, he, so when we're talking about inspiration, though, it, you know, as you're going... Uh, as you're finding that space of that empty space on, in your cupboard, in your personal mental mind, a lot of times the reason why you're feeling uninspired is because the information hasn't been dropped in yet. And this is something I was thinking about over the summer because I was going through some things I had thought I had already accomplished. I thought I was over it. I thought I was over these lessons and the lessons cropped back up in a much more advanced way than they had in the past. And I'm sitting there and I'm starting to beat my head against the wall saying, well, how can I not know? I'm the psychic. I'm the this. I'm the that. And you know what? I had to sit back and at one point my guide said, hello, we haven't put the information into your conscious mind yet. You're spinning. Stop the spinning. Be still, shut up, be still, go to the beach. Just take a load off, go to the beach. 
And on the way down to the beach, I just zoned out. And while I was sitting on the beach, I was kind of zoned out. Spinning a little bit, but zoned out. And then, you know, a couple of more inhales of the salt air, and I started to feel calm and then receptive. And I stopped talking. I stopped asking. Because when I first got to the beach, I was like, okay, I'm here. Where's my answers? I want my answers. I need to know this, and I need to know that, and I'm supposed to do here, and what's going to happen to me there. And how, and then the worst thing you can do, which is what I was doing, sitting on those rocks, is, and in the past, I was here for the same reason three years ago. You're killing me, you know. I'm going back. And I, and they're just like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Mari. Go ahead. Spill it out. Spill it out. And I'm like, it took me about 45 minutes before I just got myself so exhausted that I laid down on the rock and fell asleep. Well, that was the turning point because all of a sudden I was in a space of receptivity. It's like if you go to the information booth at the customer's care uh, part of the uh, grocery store and you need the pasta, but you won't even let them get a word in edgewise because you tell them, that, you know, my kids are starving, you're leaving me with no information, I need the pasta, where is it, I can't run, and I didn't have pasta last week and they didn't have it this week and this other store didn't have can you imagine how, how fast you're going to get the pasta? But if you just go there and shut up, say one sentence, can you please give me, direct me to where the pasta is, they'll say aisle eight, done. And that's exactly how your consciousness works. So that's the beginning of our conversation. Believe it or not, we've gotten to our first break. If you'd like to call in, the number is 347-215-9485. It's 347 347- Two one five nine four eight five. When we come back, we'll talk some more about getting this inspiration and this um, inspired action, so that we can make things a lot more efficient and get you to your goals and dreams and desires a lot more quickly. And in the meantime, give it some thought. Call in, and uh, we'll be right back. I'm Mari. You're listening to the Aha Moments Radio Show, and we'll be back in a moment. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Intuitive Living Cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are 
receive insight on the core issues that need attention, and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here. I'd like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book called Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who've always known that other possibilities should be available, but haven't yet been able to create them as your reality? Well, I wrote this book specifically for you. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com now to begin this journey of discovery with me as I offer you a free audio chapter as my gift to get you started. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Being you changing the world invites you to explore a totally different possibility that you may have never considered before. So, are you willing to step up? Are you willing to truly be you? Then join me at beingyoubook.com now to get your free chapter as my gift to you. I'm looking forward to our journey together. That's beingyoubook.com. What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change the world requires? Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and tonight we're talking all about getting guided inspiration, and this is something that's uh, near and dear to my heart because as a creative person and as an entrepreneur, um, managing your uh, moods and your depressions and <laughs> and your uh, productivity levels, are, it's really, really important, um, especially if you're an artist or a writer or, you know, even contemplating doing that kind of stuff. It's really, really important. It's such a big help when you know how to manage um, harnessing access to inspiration for yourself. So I wanted to dedicate that show to tonight. And if you'd like to call in, a lot of you are listening. If you have questions, 
please call in, 347-215-9485. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about this topic because it's really, really powerful and and it's going to make life a lot easier. Let's talk about, first of all, what does it feel like when you're getting real inspiration versus when you are kind of creating it with your own head within those within the pantry, you know, where you're saying, okay, well, I don't have the spaghetti, but maybe I can make it with rice, and, you know, and you, start, you go, you start spinning yourself because you don't have the right ingredients. Well, the first thing is um, there's a difference between knowing and thinking. And again, that knowing, when your consciousness, that greater version of you sends you information they will always, 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 always use your energetic senses first. So you will always get a sense of knowing, a sense of feeling, like in your solar plexus, your stomach area, you'll get that kind of, you know, woman's intuition, they call it a lot of times, or that gut feeling. You might get a vision of it. You'll get like a picture flashing in your mind, or you'll hear something, like a voice, or you'll hear like a, a word um, in your ear. Those four different ways of receiving information energetically are called the four clairs. That's how your how your um, greater being, that consciousness, uses your energy first to get information to you. That's how you know it's an ins- coming from an inspired place. If you break down the word inspiration, it's in spirit. If you go I N and then dash S P I R A. Okay, so it's um, that inspired place is from spirit, which is that greater consciousness, okay? When you are kind of mentally analyzing and figuring and calculating and putting out your to-do lists and your productivity lists and your pros and cons and trying to, that's when you're in the pantry without the spaghetti (laughs) and you're just kind of spinning from wall to wall. So I'm not saying that there's not a time for to-do lists, but once you... It's better to do it once you get the inspiration and you get that sense of knowing, that sense of ease. It will come, it will feel very smooth. It'll feel um, powerful. And there'll be a sense of ease to it. Even if it's something you haven't done or it seems kind of weird or like a big hunch or a big risk um, in certain ways, there's a sense of knowing and it's just like, yeah, I'm going to do this. It may not have gone this way before. This seems a little off the beaten path. This is in a completely different direction than I anticipated going to in the first place. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it this way because it feels right. And you'll hear it, especially if you're watching the Olympics. Um, like my mom and I were talking about it, how inspired we are by listening to all the athlete stories and whatnot. And uh, and they are very very in tune. They're very in tune. Um, you can tell the ones that do super, super well are very in tune with that greater consciousness. The ones who are spinning their wheels and like I was watching those gymnasts, the the Russian gymnasts versus the U.S. gymnasts. Um, when you look at like a Gabby Douglas, she's very, very much straddling the world of inspired and action. She's taking action in a methodical way, but it's coming from an inspired place. When you were watching, when I was watching some of the the Russian gymnasts when they were going through their trials and tribulations, the girl was so attached and so disconnected from that inspired place, and so she was having a really, really, really rough time. And so, you know, when you are in that flow, in that ease, in that groove, it's because you're plugged in to that 
greater consciousness, but you're taking the action within your physical world, which is why we call it inspired action. Now, when you're in your mental mind, it's going to feel frantic, it's going to feel heavy, it's going to feel arduous, and it's going to take the, it's going to suck the life out of you. When you hear someone say, "Oh my gosh, I got that done." In fact, I had done a product earlier this year, and you know, I thought it was coming from an inspired place, but I kind of went after it. I didn't kind of flow with it like other things I've done, and it was just, it was just, I kept getting headaches and I was just heavy and I was pushing myself and I was losing sleep and, you know, and it came out okay, but it just kind of didn't do well. Then when I came up with the, like the 11-11-11 telesummit, which I got in a dream and sort of flowed with it and it was, it just outpaced any, I mean, we expected 400 people to register for it from four countries and we had, I don't know, six or 7,000 from 85 countries register. Like, it was out of control. Like, it, it was just, I just sat there and my computer looking at, the, saying, oh my gosh, you know, I remember t- telling Dane, like, what happened? He says, it's called magic, baby. It's magic, you know. And it was just kind of like crazy, you know. But that's because it came from a completely inspired place. And that the thing that you have when, if you're willing to have the courage to let go of having to control it and the mental mind, and if you're willing to have the courage to um, to to step in and allow your inspired, you know, your information to come from an inspired place, it it will take on a life of its own. It will all kinds of resources will show up for you, and you will really it, it'll be a lot easier. The people who are really perfect to help you will show up. The scenarios will spin around you, and and so it's so much easier. Um, it, it just really, really is. So this, I highly, highly recommend that you give yourself permission to 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 try this out. Now, a lot of times, what people will do is they'll try it out on something that they think is insignificant, like getting a parking space <laughs> or something. And then when it comes to something that they've labeled as as significant. They don't want to let it go. They want to hold on and say, okay, no, 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 this is too important. I can't go there with this. This is this. I must control. I must figure this out. I must take this back. But, you know, something over there that's not that significant, okay, yeah, I'll I'll give all that stuff that Mari's talking about a try. Well, to be honest, um, if it's a really, really big deal, this is when you really want to do this because your greater self can see a lot more than you can. And it can see what's coming down the pike for you. It also is configuring on the other side. Because remember, most of the time, what we're desiring is not just about us. It's requiring, you know, the input of many people, many forces, many situations, things being set up, timing being positioned, especially if you're dealing with relationships. Um, when you start dealing with another person's number one free will and another person's timing and their own personal development and their soul's development, your timing and their timing may be very different. And that can be very, very frustrating for people and very, very disheartening for people because they feel like, oh my gosh, you know, um, I really was, you know, need this person to behave this way and or to, to, to make a decision or to come, you know, to my aid or my rescue or to be my boyfriend or be my husband or all of whatever or girlfriend or wife or whatever it is. And 
that person has a whole other agenda. I mean, if you think about it for yourself, would you want another person's agenda and timing to dictate your decisions and your world and how you could process your world? No, right? So when you're dealing with another person and all of this, one of the things that you have to do is, um, you know, of course, put your intention out there. If you're really feeling um, connected to someone and you really are desiring to be in more of a, a relationship or communion with them, so, you know, so be it, especially if the person has shown interest or whatever. But then it's really important to say, okay, ask your greater consciousness, and you can ask your angels, your guides, or whoever, you know, you talk to and believe in, to speak with their guides, to commune with their greater consciousness, and just set up everything to work out in divine timing. The other thing you can ask is for patience and faith in the timing. You can also pray for detachment from the outcome because a lot of times when we're really invested and we feel like, you know, I've put out my my all into this, I've kind of hit a wall, there's no place else I can go with this right now, I have to let it go. One of the things you can say is, is you know if you can't you can't pray for the other person to behave a certain way because that's going might be going against their free will or their timing. But what you can pray for, you can ask for detachment and an inspired distraction. Meaning, there's probably plenty of other things you can be focused on and doing that could make your heart sing, that could be meaningful, that could be powerful and a good connection for you. And while you don't have a specific outcome to the thing that you're concerned about or that you really most desire, one of the best things you can do for it to come to fruition the quickest is to let it go and allow yourself to go in a different direction, in a different inspired direction. It gives that particular situation that you're looking for to, you know, to manifest itself breathing room. And you when you get out of the way of it, it has the best chance of developing into what you most desire in the quickest amount of time when you leave it alone. It doesn't need to be nudged, prodded, pushed, pulled, shaped, you know, <laughs> tricked or anything. If anything, this is a time if you're feeling like up against the wall, you're feeling like, okay, I've done everything I can, let it stand. Let it stand. Let it stand. And ask your guides for inspired detachment, inspired action. You know, is there anything else you can just say? Is there anything else I can do about this situation right now? Let's say you're waiting to hear about a job, you know. Uh, let's say you're waiting to hear about a job and you haven't heard about it and you feel like, oh, I've got to call them, I've got to call, I've got to find, you know, I've got to push and you're praying and, you know, and you're stressing out and, oh, this was going to be the perfect job for me and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I know, um, I don't know if I've told this story on the show before, but um, back in the 90s, I was up for a job for an executive level position for American Express and I'd gone through all these interviews, and in my heart, I definitely didn't want a job because I didn't want to go back into corporate. But it seemed to make sense in my mental mind that I should do this. And uh, I went through all these interviews, and I got all the way up the ladder, and they had me go and meet the executive president of, you know, Amex or whatever in New York. And so I went for this interview, and I got there. And I got to this man's space, and I could not even remember my name. I couldn't even remember what school I had gone to. You know, he's like, how are you going to run the entire, like, New York region of 
Amex for, you know, whatever I was going to do. How are you going to do this? I don't get it. Why did you make it through these interviews? I'm like, I don't know. I was just so completely just dumb. I just blinded. I just, and you know, my my true self so didn't want that job because I, you know, it, even though it sounded, you know, glamorous and prestigious, it was just like, ugh, who wants this? But it felt like I should do it, and you know, mentally I should do it, and I knew my family would be happy, and da da da. Well, you know what? I didn't get the job. I got down to, uh, by, back then it was a payphone, <laughs> and I was talking to my recruiter, and he's like, How, what did you do to screw this up? I can't believe it, you know, because it was a huge salary, and what did I do? Well, I don't know what I did, but I know I got back on that path train feeling very triumphant. Okay, cool. It's not going to work out. Oh, good. Now I don't have to feel guilty about not saying I don't want it. I didn't get the job. Well, guess where that job was? That job was in Tower 2 of the World Trade Center. And it was before 9-11, obviously. So I would have probably been killed because it was like, you know, one of the highest floors in Tower 2 of the World Trade Center. And so I was being, I literally went blank when I was sitting that high up in the air in that skyscraper. I literally went blank. And it was my angel saying, uh, no, let's go in a different direction. Your mental mind's gotten you here, but your inspired beings and all of the powers that be are taking you somewhere else because it's not your time to go. And so I always vowed from that point on that I would never, ever fight it if something didn't come to fruition, um, because clearly there's a bigger landscape than what we can see in our the four walls of our conscious minds. So when you're you know when you're considering all of this, please just you know just just be still, be still, and just give yourself a chance to um, you know to to really um, consider what's what's the greater consciousness might have in store for you. Now, some of the ways that you can sort of tap into this inspired energy in your environment, some of the habits, because, you know, the only difference between me and, and you possibly, and people say, oh, but Mari, you, you know, you're gifted. You, you got all this because, you know, you were born like this. And that's kind of not true. Everybody's born with, with this. It's just I use it more than the average person. And, um, you know, people like myself, people like Dane, people like um, Sandy and Taylor, and 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 a lot of the gals that you see on my telesummits and whatnot. They're you know Hans King and all these guys who are highly, highly, highly psychic and are making a living out of it. The only difference between us and you is that we create habits. We have these habits that we practice on a daily basis, and when you create good habits. It's kind of like we're in um, energetic, you know, boot camp all the time. And so it, we, it becomes very habitual for us, just like the Olympic athletes. They have a plan. They have a program. And they, they rely on that program. So um, I want to help you here a little bit to create your own energetic hygiene, I call it, your own, you know, good habits. And one of the things you want to do if you're looking for this kind of inspired um, information is you want to be out in nature as much as you can. Because when you're outside, there's two forces that inspiration travels on, two um, fields that that this information travels on. One is oxygen, and the other is water. 
So when you breathe deeply, the molecules of oxygen that you take into your body are actually encoded with the information that you seek. That's why you see that just about every modality out there is based on breath work first. Meditation and all the other things, right? Yoga and all that stuff. Tai Chi, everything is about the breath, the breath, the breath. Well, the breath carries the information. So if you're breathing really shallow, actually you're backing up information. You're not receiving it all. The other thing is um, your breath, as you inhale oxygen, and you're taking in all the wisdom that you're seeking, it goes into every single cell. So if you're blocking your energetic senses and you're only using your mental mind to, quote, figure this out, you're literally, and you're breathing shallow, do you see how you're locking up against that inspired information that you're seeking? You're literally blocking it and asking for it at the same time. You're doing the push-me-pull-you. I want, I want, I want, I want, but I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Right, And so it's really important to understand that the more you breathe deeply, the more oxygen you take into your cells, that carries the information and the answers that you're asking for, and that goes into every cell in your body. So when you get that sense of knowing, that sense of connection, that sense of, oh my gosh, I feel it, I got it, I feel this is it, I can feel it. You hear people say, Without even knowing any of this, you hear them say, I knew within every cell of my body that this was X, Y, Z. When you hear someone say, I felt it in every cell of my body, it's in the depths of my being, you hear this, I just knew. I don't know how I know, but I knew. When you hear that, you know that they received it from that inspired place. They tapped in, whether they know how to do all this or not. So I'm just telling you the mechanics of what's actually happening. So it's the oxygen that you're taking in. That's delivering the wisdom that you seek. It goes into your toes as much as it goes into your head. You know, it, it goes into every cell of your body. And that's why when you meet that person, that the love of your life, quote unquote, and you say, I don't know how this is all going to work out, but I can feel it in every cell of my body, you know, um, you'll, you'll have a knowing. Even if it doesn't work out immediately, you have this knowing about that person that there's some sort of connection. Um, one of the other things is, is water. Now, why is water important? Well, water is important because we're made. Our bodies, of course, are made up by you know so much water, so over seventy percent, eighty percent, whatever it is. Um, but water is an amplifier of information. Okay, it's an it's an amplifier. So when you get in the shower and you get insight, why do you think you get that insight? Insight, by the way, in dash sight like in desperation, comes from that bigger version of you, right? So why do you think when you get into the shower, you're getting, you know, these big epiphanies? Well, it's because you get into that nice hot shower, you start to breathe deeply just because of the steam, right? And then on top of that, you're surrounded by water, and the water is amplifying the answers that you're seeking. It's amplifying you know, the the uh, the information. So not only you're breathing deeply, so you're taking in all of that that oxygen into your body, but you're also having it all amplified with the water. And that's why so many people say, oh, I got my idea in the shower. Why? When I named AHA Moments Inc., I got that idea in the shower. <laughs> you know, there's many, um, I, I, most of the time, if I really need to get myself back in the groove and back to, you know, kind of out of my head and out of, feeling that sort of locked up feeling that you feel when you're being too analytical, I go right to the ocean. I happen to be lucky. I live 
close to the ocean. But, um, you know, like I said, if you have a lake or a pond or a brook, I know if I don't have time to get all the way down to the ocean, I'll go over to the park and it has a brook and it has like a little, you know, babbling thing and a pond area and I'll go sit there. Um, very, very, very powerful. And it is an accelerator. Okay, so water is an accelerator. Um, having a fountain in your house, even just hearing water will help amplify. Um, and, and you know, of course, you know, being in the shower and all that. The other thing, um, well, actually, you know what? <laughs> I'm to another break already. So on the other side of the break, I'm going to, I see some email questions have come in too. So on the other side of the break, I'll answer a couple of those. And I'm going to talk to you about two other things that will help you to get um, the, to this inspired in receiving, space of receiving, um, to add to your toolkit. All right. So if you'd like to call in, it's 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. I'm Mari, and we'll be right back. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here. I'd like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book called Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who've always known that other possibilities should be available, but haven't yet been able to create them as your reality? Well, I wrote this book specifically for you. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com now to begin this journey of discovery with me as I offer you a free audio chapter as my gift to get you started. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Being You Changing the World invites you to explore a totally different possibility that you may have never considered before. So, are you willing to step up? Are you willing to truly be you? Then join me at beingyoubook.com now to get your free chapter as my gift to you. I'm looking forward to our journey together. That's beingyoubook.com. What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change the world requires? Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? 
or if you have special guides who are helping you, then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third-generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are, receive insight on the core issues that need attention, and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work With Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and tonight we're talking all about getting inspired guidance and kind of getting off of the treadmill of life and stepping into a little bit more of that, ebb. Of, well, actually more of the flow, the flow of life, right? So um, I had an email question come in, and I wanted to answer that, and then I'll give you a little bit more content. And believe it or not, we have like four minutes before the show ends. Sam was telling me, I was like, oh, I guess I started my break kind of late tonight. So um, the question was, how do I know that the person wishing to work with me is the right one for my new business venture? And that's actually a good question because if you are thinking of um, working with someone and you meet them and you're trying to figure out is this person right or not. In fact, um, I was hired actually by one of my consulting contracts um, many moons ago to be a psychic in the room when they were interviewing people and the person was saying, okay, well, is this person the right for you know fit energetically and all this? And the, the people that were being interviewed had no idea I was a psychic, but um, it was interesting that this company did that. And so how do you know? How do you know? Well, first of all, you're going to listen to your body because remember, if you're getting, an inspi- getting information from that inspired place, whether it's going to be you know, a positive answer or a negative answer, they're always going to use your your energetic senses first. So when you meet that person and you shake their hand, hopefully, um, or you just view them and you feel their energy, you go to sense their energy, if your body feels, if you feel a sense of like um, a cold shudder or a tension in the back of your neck or tension in your body, um, or tightness, then it's this, that's not a good fit. Okay, that's kind of like the negative, um, you know, the negative side of things. 
if you feel, you know, if you feel a heaviness in your shoulders, if you feel your stomach kind of turn a little bit, if you feel like all of a sudden you can't concentrate um, or you feel like a pain of some sort or even not a pain, but if you feel like I can't concentrate or you start to feel a little angry or just overall heaviness, that's not the right person. If, on the other hand, you feel a sense of lightness, you feel a sense of, um, you know, almost like a, a knowing, again, that sense of I know there's something, or familiarity is another big one. In fact, that is the biggest one. They feel familiar. It's like, I know this person. I've, I know I just met you, but I feel like I've known you forever. I don't know why. But it's probably because you have. <laughs> You're probably part of the same soul group. You probably had some past lives together. And there is that soul recognition. When it's the right person, there's usually a soul recognition. And you may not know to call it that, but generally people will say, wow, I felt like I knew this person forever. There was just a sense of, you know, I felt at peace about this person. I felt a sense of ease. Watch how they speak as they're speaking with you. Are you feeling a sense of ease about it? Is, is the conversation flowing? Um, does it feel like they're hiding anything? Now, this is one. This is something that I feel very strongly about, and that is, if someone is lying to you, if you watch the politicians in particular, and I always say this, and my family always laughs at me, if a person doesn't use their upper lip when they're speaking, they kind of talk like this, and they only use their bottom lip. They're lying, and that's not the person you want. And if you see a lot of people in the media on the hard news, the news that I don't watch that people get after me about in my world, um, when you see a lot of people, especially the politicians, and they don't use their upper lip, and when a person is open and honest, they use their whole mouth to speak. When a person is holding something back, they're using pieces of themselves and not others because they're calculating so just pay attention as you're watching and listening, <laughs> like I said, especially to politicians. Um, and then when you're interviewing people, you know, especially if it's going to be something in a business, in your business, in your job, where it's going to really affect your ability to to succeed and move forward. And even, I guess, in love relationships, too, if a person is, is lying, you'll know. You'll know because you can feel it. And the other thing I'll say is if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck and it says it's a hedgehog, it's probably not a hedgehog. It's probably still a duck. And so just if someone tells you who they are, just, just trust that they're telling you who they are and just believe it and move on. <laughs> so those are Mari's words of wisdom when it comes to picking the right people. If it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck and it smells like a duck and it looks like a duck, but they're saying they're a hedgehog, and you know, use your discernment and say, no, you know what, I think I'm going to go with the duck theory because it's like the Great Dane who has his head under the coffee table. You know, the rest of him is sticking out. He's trying to be a cat, but he's a Great Dane. That's it. So, <laughs> you know, trust your intuition, okay? Trust your intuition. Now, the other two little tips I'll give you before we wrap the show for tonight is um, you're, you're, when you're trying to get, when you're getting inspired guidance, after the guides use your intuitive skills, those four energy centers we were talking about, what they will do is they'll go out to your environment to reinforce that feeling you're getting about a situation. So all of a sudden you might hear a song and the lyrics of the song. Pay attention to the lyrics of the songs, by the way. If all of a sudden a song starts playing in your head, pay attention to that. That's usually angelic guidance. Um, or you might have a dream. 
They'll go into your dreams or they'll go out into your environment. You'll see a billboard. You'll see a, you know, a side of a bus. You'll see you know, various and sundry signs, symbols, and synchronicities. We've talked about this before. But those are used to back up that knowing that you're feeling, to give you proof. What you're going to do is just ask your angels, please give me three signs and make them undeniably accurate so I know that this is the, the absolute direction I should take. And believe me, very quickly they will give you those three signs. So I hope that has clarified things for for you on getting inspired guidance. I can't believe we have actually made it to the end of another show. Unbelievable. It's going really, really fast, you guys. So um, we're at the end of the show, so I'm just going to say what I always say, which is you truly can have exactly what you want, and you absolutely deserve it, too. And tomorrow, Mercury and Retrograde is over, so you'll have a much easier time of getting it. Anyway, that being said, Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll see you next Tuesday. Have a great night, everybody. Take care. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash aha moments inc and twitter at twitter.com slash aha moments we can't wait to see you there